Right, T, sorted. Good. Uh, this, why uh, are you wearing a tuxedo? Why aren't you wearing a tuxedo? Because it's Saturday morning. Yes, but the Oscars are coming up. Yeah, we always do the tux for the, the Oscars. O yeah, the Oscars aren't until like, like March 10th or something. Why March? Doing? Yeah. Oh, it was just the nominations that came out this time. Oh, I'm so, so I, sorry. Hang on. No, 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 I, no, no. I just no, jumped the gun. No, no, no. Right, no. If we're going to do nominations, I need to wear a tux. Right, okay. I can reckon, I can, I reckon I can get a tux on in the next, in the, like during the... The music's quite long, so yep. give me a second. Okay, right. Okay, okay go, go, right, go, go. Go, go. Ready, a, a, a bow tie, bow tie. Help okay, me. come here, I'll do it. <laughs> and the nominations, and the nominations are. And the, yeah, I'm ready. All right, tucked up. Looking very swanky. Here we go. All right, uh, I don't have a martini, I still have a cup of tea, but you know what? It'll have to, It'll do. Have to do. Welcome to the Fantasy Film League podcast. I am Mr. Birch. And I am Mr. Smith. And we are both looking. Very good. Very dapper. Right, we're doing a quick one today because what happens is is that whenever we do the podcast, we sit down, we gas, we go on wild tangents, and the podcasts are like an hour and a half long. We are keeping this to a tight 45 on the grounds that, like the Oscars, if you wish her on too much, they start playing you off with the music. Okay? So this is <laughs> what we're so going to do. Happening so, here. <laughs> so if that happens, we're going to hit the sting and we're going to just go. Okay? So that's how it's going to go. So we got two things to cover this. this oh, hang on. Yeah, we got two things to cover. We've got to cover. Who's just won the festive season? Yes. Because that finishes. Now, we're recording this on Saturday morning. Hot, hot, hot off the presses. So we're recording this Saturday morning. The, the festive season won't be out until Sunday. tomorrow. Tomorrow, fast. But we've asked Legion to leap forward and mm -hmm. find out the answers. Yeah. Because apparently Legion can now do time travel, mm -hmm. which I'm sure is fine. And I'm sure it's not going to, you know, send itself back in time to the 70s and try and kill one of our mothers. <sighs> mm. But... That notwithstanding, it does mean yeah. that we can jump ahead on these things, get these things done. I'm not sure there's much we can do about it. It's it's like, you know, it's got a mind of its own. Hey, there is, there is no fate for what we make. Anyway, dubstep or normal? Oh, dubstep. Every time. They never choose normal. I'm sure I mentioned this before, but I actually used that dubstep news when I was doing a DJ mix. Yes. Just I just threw it in as an interstitial and it was really funny and I it greatly amused <laughs> me and no one else. But I just wanted to point out that, that it has actually been used in anger. Right. So 
uh, we're dropping this podcast on Sunday at 3 p.m., which is normally when Legion tells the, the patrons, patrons who's what. They get a two-hour sneaky peek. If you're listening to this now, you're ahead. ahead <laughs> because you'll find out who wins two hours early, providing you skip through all the bits we talk about time travel. So, uh, crack on. So, yes. Uh, so, it, sorry. This is the festive season. Festive season, which November, runs December, today. January. Yeah, November, December, months. January. Yes. So, it's, so it covers the whole festive Or, or you season. might just think of this as the Wonka season. The Wonka that's kind season. Because that's basically all that's happened. Because <laughs> when you... I last looked, it had been at number one for at least six weeks in the UK. It has done... Have you seen Wonka? Yes. Isn't it amazing? It is fabulous. It's, um, I love it. And I, um, uh, it's just amazing. Hugh Grant's the best thing in that. And I wish he was in it more. But also, I'm very happy he's only in it for like the, the like two or three scenes. The, the right amount. The right amount. Yeah. But it's the, it's the bit where he has his own trunk steamer, which is a built-in... Um, goes flat bed. Yes. Uh, when, when, he, when he puts on the eye mask and goes, right, that's it. I'm going flat and goes, Bzz. my wife laughed so loud in the cinema <laughs> that I had to shush her. She was like, bah! proper, proper laughed out loud. Anyway, go. Yes, right. So I'm eating biscuits, biscuits while I don't start. I can stop let's off. go from 10 to 1 on the Wonka season. And <laughs> Wonka season. number 10, a new name that I don't recognize, which is lovely to see new players coming in. And this is one of the reasons we do this short seasons because it, it gives, those, yeah, it gives it you a chance to play the game yeah. as if it was the real game, but you've got a much shorter window, yes. and therefore you can kind of get the hang of it. And if you go completely wrong, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not long till you get to jump on the next uh, short season. So Jacob Temery in at number ten. Then, Mr., then Mr V, and I think I think Mr V does turn up occasionally on Discord and says hi. Uh, indeed, they do, and I think possibly a first top ten finish for Mr. Oh v. really? So, oh well uh, done. Well, if, if so, well done. If not, well well done again. Well done anyway. Getting into the top yeah. ten. Uh, then we have uh, I am Jax, uh, who I recognise, and yeah. a, a new name, another new name, Doge Cena. Doge uh, Cena. Yeah. Um, is that some sort of is that some sort of coin? Probably. Excellent. Yes. Uh, backed by uh, John Cena. Cena. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, am, I have no follow-up questions. Yes. Uh, in. Hey. I, I am in. Uh, at number six, we have Movie Magic Studios, who I've now seen uh, play across a few seasons. So yeah. they're obviously and they're, they're a bit of a contender. Better. They're yeah. getting better every time as well. Yeah. So number I, six this time. Yeah, so, so watch out. Uh, then we have um, uh, a bunch of familiar names. We have at number five, Mitch Matthews. Yep. Well done. At number four, Solis. Well, well done. done. Uh, Solis, regular player of the uh, framed uh, quiz. Uh, yes. Every pretty well, very frequently. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and, so nice yeah. to see you there, uh, Solis. Then we have Professor Procrastination, Yay! previous winner, previous or just winner. recent, yeah, uh, just recently. But uh, uh, number three here, pretty close. Then at number two, uh, very close. One with thirty-four point eight, another with thirty thirty-five point eight. So one million bucks separating the top two positions, and. At number two, we have perhaps a million, oh, followed okay. by number one, Metarian. Metarian picked the post. I'm in. I'm in. In the, the final oh, week. Well, well done. <laughs> Furthermore, I think, and this is based entirely on uh, the roles we've given out that change people's coloured names in Discord. Oh, yeah. I haven't gone down and double checked, but I think this might be a first season win for Metarian as well, in which case, double well done. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, as we've said loads of times before, there's no prize for the FFL except glory mm. and a slightly different colour of your badge if you're on Discord, um, which is great. And congratulations. Um, 
Yeah, brilliant. So now we're into the... There's a little interregnum week between oh, yeah. seasons. Oh, yeah, we're in the... Because the... we only do full weeks in, in the months or full weeks in the e year. Because it's the way it is. So, so now everyone just has a break. So, well, if you're playing one and done or if you're playing the full season... We still go. You've got those two who are on but the go. The season but break then, doesn't start till February. But then there's, uh, the, it'll be the first full week of February is the first week of the... Not the festive season, but the awards season. The awards season. season, which is what which we're going to talk about next. leads us perfectly into the next section. Oh, God, that's absolutely brilliant. Well, I mean, I, that's going to be this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, it was. I mean, I can I can go louder than that if you want, but I think that's just a little thing. Right. Let's. We're doing very well. Yeah. Let's keep the momentum. Let's keep this crap on going because we're now going to get completely bogged down in the whole Barbieheimer thing. Hooray! Very dramatic music. Right. Let's talk Oscars. Um, so with the way that the FFL runs is that the Oscars are actually bonus points. Yes. So if you have the Oscar winner in your cast the week that the Oscars drop, you, you get, a bump. get additional bumps. You, so we give out the awards for the director, best actor and best actress, and that's five yep. million fuffles each. Yep. And then the best supporting actor and the best supporting actress get two million fuffle bumps. Yes, and it, it drops in the form of an award. You get an extra it little cup comes in, in your a little, list. Yeah, you get a little award on your... On Al your although, disappointingly, we've had very few people actually have, well, the, have the, nom the winners in their film in that week. It's a, it's a rare, it's a rare thing. occasion. Yeah, it is rare because usually, obviously, you're up for an Oscar from a film that came out six months ago, and unless you're currently promoting another film, it's unlikely that you'll be in the cast. Plus, you will be too expensive to buy just to get the five. You won't make your five million back. But, and, uh, and if you decide to pick Killian Murphy, because he's probably going to win the Oscar, and he doesn't, then you've just wasted your Killian Murphy money and you won't get your five mil back. So it is, a, it's not, don't gamble is what we're saying, <laughs> right? It's but, not. But we just saw, like, so in the awards season itself, if you're playing that, the difference in winning and losing was one million. One million. So this could just tip you over. Even the season, I can't remember. We were so incredibly it, it, close. I think it was down close. to a handful of fuffle bucks in the like yeah. in the in the full year season. So, so, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to insist that you refer to that as a fistful of fuffle bucks on the grounds so that is inherently funnier. <laughs> so you get a fistful, fistful of, of fuffle, fuffle, fuffle bucks. bucks. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to say that, especially not after the Martini uh, come the award <laughs> night. But anyway, good point. Um, so yeah, so it's it's always a bit of fun. We we decided to do the Oscars rather than anything else. I think we originally did like a US and a UK award show, and it just got complicated. Mm -hmm. So we did the Oscars just generally as a bit of fun. Um, so the Oscars are on are on on March the evening of Sunday, March tenth. Mm -hmm. So for us, that is going to be the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. um, and then, we'll, so we'll probably have to sort this out on the, on March, on Monday, Monday, March 11th. So that's when we'll kind of all work out what the thing is. But very quickly, we're going to go through some of the awards. Now, I'm going to cover a few that we, we're not giving money on, but I think it's worthwhile going through um, quickly through the best directors and the actors and actresses, and then a couple of extra ones. I mean, obviously, I'm going to say the word Barbie a lot and Barbieheimer and Oppenheimer. So I apologize in advance for all of that. Mm -hmm. Right, 
Ready? Yep. Okay, so uh, let's go with best picture. Okay. Best picture is going to, I is, so again, this is just the best film. Uh, the It's going to be American fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, and Past Lives. Mm-hmm. So a couple of interesting killers of the flower moon. I might be a bit, might be a bit of a, a sneaky hit in there because that's Scorsese, De Niro, Cap, Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's a, it's a historical. It's it's got mm-hmm. it's it's got everything. Yeah, but but um, Scorsese has his Oscar, right? There's this because there's always a little bit of it's your time. Yes, you deserve one. So you don't always win the best film Oscar. Or best director, it's probably yeah. more the best director Oscar that falls for this, isn't it? Sometimes it's just sometimes it's just your time. It is. So <laughs> I've got necessarily the best film. I've anyway. got no things. I think Poor Things might win that, or The Holdovers. Have you seen Poor Things? No, but I really want to. I've seen Poor Things, and um, I don't. I'm not sure. I think it's the best picture. Okay. Is it I the most? Seen... Is it the most picture? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of picture. Yeah, okay, apparently so. <laughs> um, and it's almost. I think. I think. Um, Dan Biggins hit it. It's, there, there's times when it almost feels like it's being uh, weird for weird's sake. Right. Um, but it's, it's definitely, so it made me, it reminded me of like a Terry Gilliam film or something like that. Oh, really? That oh, wow. Much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I've not really seen a lot of your Yorgos Lanthimos films. So I, I haven't got a lot to compare by. Uh, okay. And I haven't seen many of the other ones apart from Barbie that are in that list. So it's it's difficult. I'm I'm not well informed on this one. I, I, I think, and spoiler alert, I think Oppenheimer is going to clear up on this. And I think Barbie's going to get a couple of nods, but it's not going to win any of the big ones. Yeah. And, I'm, and I say that because, and, and we're getting towards the controversial bit in this, but let's cover director first. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Glazier, Yorgos, Lanthimos, yep. Poor Things, Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese, or Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. It's going to be Christopher Nolan. Is it his time, right? I think because he's not got, he, right, he doesn't have not a, got an he's Oscar, got but he's done a lot. I mean, yeah. in terms of services for cinema and just raking in bazillions of dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I can see. It's the, it's the highest, if it's not the highest now, grossing film ever that hasn't been at number one in the box office yeah. because it was kept off number one by Barbie. And do, do you think that there'll be, that there's certain, like, there'll be a bit of a groundswell of like, you know, supporting for exactly that reason that sort of like Barbie. Um, wrongly stole his thunder well you know, the film by women stole the man's i i, uh, I hope it's not going to get to that <laughs> level of simplicity but I oppenheimer not, no. is a really good film yes and it's and it it's it's genuinely i was thinking about this today it is genuinely a really good film and i think um it is it's really well it's yeah. just a well done film and i think he'll win it and he'll win it and I'll, I'll I'll come back to why he'll win it later on, but yeah. I think he'll win it. For this. I mean, I hear good things about Anatomy of a Fool, not yeah. having seen it, but I have I tell I haven't even heard of the Zone of Interest. interest. No, I'm afraid that's not that's that's passed me by as well. So that would be a real surprise if that if that came through. But yeah, I would have thought the safe money is on on Nolan. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's talk best actor. Bradley Cooper from Maestro. That's the um, Leonard Bernstein yeah. biopic that hasn't hit this side of no, the... and a bit of controversy yeah because he had a fake nose because he had a fake nose yeah, yeah. anyway okay mm. so yeah so but, Bradley. but let's go through the oscar checklist real person real person yes uglying up ugly yes. up yes it's a strong pl- yeah, it's, it's a, a strong one and and you know i think he's well liked yeah uh, you know yeah in, in i the... think so he i think he directed it as well but he's not he's not for the director mm. only for the actor which is must be a bit of okay fun. who else we got sorry uh, coleman talking. domingo for rustin 
gotta be honest haven't heard of that one Pass. uh paul giamatti for the holdovers which um looks quite interesting uh killian murphy for oppenheimer and jeffrey wright for american fiction um i think american fiction is coming out soon because i've seen posters all yeah the it's shop. supposed to be really, and i do really love good. jeffrey wright yeah he is great but my, um my money's on killian murphy mm -hmm. because he's not got an oscar historical historical, historical guy, guy. Yep. he lost loads of weight for it he looks really old in it yeah yeah um, big hats big hat strong hat energy and it is a world war ii film i mean that's got dad written all over it right yeah and you've got to think about who's who's voting for the oscars who I, is it who is in the academy who's voting for this i feel like that, that this could definitely yeah and it's I, taking a lot of boxes. i also i obviously need to need to declare my stated interest is obviously um Christopher Nolan's British, uh, Killy Murphy is Irish, so I think I think we can have one each. I think that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. so, seems fair. Seems fair. Seems fair. Yeah. I, so I think that's 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 good. Best actress. So best actress: Annette Bening for for Nyad, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall, Kerry Mulligan for Maestro, and Emma Stone for Poor Things. Now. We've both just gone. <sighs> right. Uh, don't know. I would say, I mean, again, go, go problem, on. I've not done my research. I've not seen all the films that are necessary to do this. But I would say Emma Stone's performance in Poor Things, it's a good performance. Right. Because she goes from being effectively a baby to being a very a highly intelligent woman through the course of the, so there's growth. the film. The character uh, grows. Absolutely. But she's also very countercultural but that i think might score against her with it is uh, a bit too the, kooky i wouldn't say no it's not kooky i would say it's um i would say i think that poor things is a very has a very strong feminist message i'm not sure to what She's extent Barbie, right yes okay. all right but in terms of like bodily autonomy i would say poor things beats barbie okay right and so and, and that sort of stuff coming out that's quite challenging i'm not sure if the the academy members are that progressive because it's it's quite a progressive film, quite a challenging film. Okay, um, and so uh, maybe they are. Maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe okay. I'm pleasantly surprised. But I sort of I don't know. I I see the academy as being quite conservative. It I might, uh, maybe completely wrong. Yes. And and that is not a conservative role at all. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Lily Gladstone's going to win it. And I think Emma Stone is an outside bet. But let's obviously talk about the thing in the room. And that's Margot Robbie's not up for that. Now, yeah. this is where I'm going to get controversial. Mm. I've seen Barbie. Mm. It's a really good film. Yes. It's funny. It has its flaws. I think the whole Will Ferrell side plot as Lord Business is unnecessary. Absolutely. However, it is a fun, musical, poppy, yeah. bubbly film that actually the kind has, of a film that we needed in 2023 exactly, <laughs> and has actually a really good message underneath and i think it's 100%. great i do not think that it is oscar worthy i do not think that margot robbie's uh, performance was oscar worthy if i was going to say it she was she if i was going to give her an oscar i'd give her an oscar um for her role in wolf of wall street over, right. over the one that i'd give her in barbie not to say she wasn't good in barbie but she yeah. wasn't I don't, oscar think it, worthy. I don't think it stretched her no not at all. all not at all i i but not to say that I didn't enjoy Barbie, it was good. I went and saw Oppenheimer and I went and saw Barbie, not on the same day, but I enjoyed both of those films. One of them is going to win a, a metric shed load of Oscars and one isn't. And that isn't to say that one's better, it's just one is 
more of a film than a movie. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it, I, I kind of, you know, there's a bit of me that flat out agrees with you. Uh, good. That okay. That's uh, well, I mean, <laughs> thank you. But I mean, I'm that not. That was a twisty I, sentence. Yes. Wasn't it? I, I, um, I'm not being, I don't think I'm being controversial on it. I just, I, yeah. I, I, I think guess, that there's I guess been the a question, lot of hoo-ha about this. Yeah. What is, uh, and, and the problem is to, to go into this in any, any level of seriousness, you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose of these awards and on what basis are you giving them? And, and they're all fundamentally ridiculous things. Yeah, of course. The best film. Oh, what? There's a linear scale. Well, I mean, <laughs> all films that we can put all films on, you know, on a zero to 10 scale or one to five stars. And we just reminds me of that bit in Dead Poet Society where he's, the, he's racing poetry and it's just, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it is, it is fundamentally ridiculous. Yes. But I think your argument is reasonable, even though I'm kind of uncomfortable because it sort of feels like, I think someone put it out on social media. It's like Greta Gerwig gets nothing. Um, Ro uh, Margot Robbie gets nothing, and then we're going to come to it in a minute. Come to the guy second. gets yeah. something. It's like yeah. th that's like that's the plot of Barbie, and, and that's <laughs> right? the thing. But yeah, but I mean, I really liked Avengers Endgame. Yes, but it didn't. get But it. I love, and it's yeah. a really, really good film. And I was reminded this the other day because we were talking about Marvel films and how how they've fallen from grace. And mm. Avengers Endgame is an amazing film. It is a pinnacle of a superhero genre. Yeah. Would I give Chris Evans an Oscar for being Captain America? No. No. No, of course not. Would I give the directors Oscars for for it? Arguably, on the grounds that it's a lot of work, but again, probably Wrang not. Wrangling a titan of a movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's go on to book Best Supporting Actor, and I think we've got more to say about this. So you've yeah. got Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just yes? Yes. Sterling K. Brown's right. amazing. Right. I love next, him. Let's move on to the next section. No, no. I love Sterling <laughs> K. Brown. I always have. He is great in everything from the uh, murdering dentist in that one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> all the way up to all all of the other films. Yeah. Anyway, so I think he may get this for American fiction. You've got Robert right. De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling in Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. So mm. I think... It's going to be Robert Downey Jr. because he's really, really, really good in Oppenheimer. He's not right. in it very much, but he's really, really, really good in it. But you, you, have you adjusted this? You because you, you have a bias towards Robert Downey. Jr. No, no, you, I, you I like have, him. Although only because he is because obviously he's been Tony Stark for the last fifteen yeah. years. He is not Tony Stark in this film. Yeah. he is. At one okay. point, I forgot he was Tony Stark, and then he does a little little smiley winker thing at the end and rather than kind of go oh it's Tony Stark you go you absolute scumbag <laughs> so um okay so I, he I, actually acted I, he's really good like, he's, he is really good enough but um I yeah. think yeah it's going to be between Sterling K Brown and Robert Downey Jr but um, I don't think Ryan Gosling should no, be getting it and I, I think I think Mark Ruffalo is good in poor things and you know we're big fans of Mark Ruffalo here absolutely but I don't think it's an Oscar. Yeah. It's not an Oscar supporting yeah. performance. I, Ryan Gosling is very funny in Barbie and is absolutely hilarious as playing a plastic doll and has a very, it should be up for best song. If it isn't up for best song, I'm going I'm <laughs> to throw things. But he's, is really good, but yeah. he doesn't, it's not But it Oscar. should be Sterling K. For, for exactly the same reason that Mar Margot Robbie shouldn't be up for Best Actress for Barbie, Ryan Gosling shouldn't be up for Best yeah. Actor for Ken. Yeah. You know, it's it's silly. And I think that was a mistake. I think uh, they... Well, I mean, how often do you, I mean, I, mean, I would broadly say, 
I mean, would you say Barbie is a comedy yeah. film? How rare is it to see a it's comedy quite film? It's quite rare, right? Yeah. So I don't think I don't think the Oscars sees itself as the kind of no. I I think people will will I think the Oscars perceive them. You know, the Academy perceives itself very seriously. It I is. don't think a, a comedy film is going to. I mean, is it there for best film? No. Exactly. And oh, I think it is. I, it is. It is, is in it? for best film. Yes. You see, Sorry. that's that will be such an. Un- it is, it is. in for best yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. It's in for best picture, but Greta Gerwig is not in for best director. That's yeah. So yeah, I think will it win best picture as a consolation prize? Arguably. Anyway, you see that would be that would be so weird for, for the Oscars, right? To yeah. have a comedy see, film. Well, the, well the whole point is what you really want to win is if you're up for Oscars, you want the big, you want the big. Five. You want no the big six. You want best picture, best director, actor, and actress. Is the is the mm-hmm. four that you want? Mm-hmm. If you can, mm-hmm. if you get all those four, your film is you've officially swept. you've swept. Yep. At that point, oh, best use of a biscuit in a scene, and best mm-hmm. kiss, and oh, that's the MTV awards. You know what I mean? All those wrestlers, they're all great and they're all brilliant. But ultimately, would you rather win? Would you rather win best film? Or best director as the director of a film. Director, obviously. Because yeah, you want to win it yourself. <laughs> well, that's the way it is. Anyway, best supporting actress. Let's talk about this one because this one I think is going to be a bit weird. Um, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, which has only just come out, America Ferreira for Barbie, Jodie Foster for Nyad, and Devine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Um, again, America, America Ferreira in Barbie for best supporting actress. Is the same thing as I'm uh, genuinely surprised that that's that she. I mean, nothing against her. She's yeah. great in the movie. Yeah, she does good things. Yeah, but but an Oscar best yeah. supporting role. Yeah, I. Yeah, it just seems uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it seems. I, I just I don't understand. It just they they snubbed the the top ones and then put him supporting. So I'm it, sorry. It, it feels like a. It, it feels, feels like a committee. Type it decision. feels like somebody somebody chose. We a can't hill. not yeah. have someone. It was, it was a know. hill, the hill someone chose to die on. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's going to be between Emily Blunt, who is really good in Oppenheimer. And I know I keep saying is really good in Oppenheimer, but everyone was really good in Oppenheimer. Emily Blunt's really good in it. Um, and but I think also there's a lot of buzz around Divine, Divine Joy Randolph, who is the cook in the mm. holders, and she's supposed she's very good in that as well from what i've seen so i don't know about that one um i i think it i don't know i honestly don't know this is a very unhelpful podcast on the ground so we're just going to go i don't know um <laughs> like we always do with the oscars although i think well, this year it feels it feels i don't want to say weak this year it just sort of there's no strong there's no like obvious slam dunks in here other than oppenheimer Oppen- uh, yeah, okay which, oppenheimer to one side yeah which was yeah so Couple of other quick ones then. Adapted screenplay, American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, poor things, zone of interest. I think Barbie will get that one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that mm, you think that Oppenheimer the... will get the big ones, and I think Barbie will get the second tier. Again, <laughs> win an Oscar. Will you win an Oscar for best up of screenplay? I'm happy with that. I'm not I'm not yeah. taking that away from anybody yeah. in case yeah. anyone hey, but the who show... has won an Oscar Look, is listening to this podcast. But the show goes in an order it, and it, it goes from yeah. least significant to it, most it, significant. I'm afraid, yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um production design is Barbie, Killers of the Family, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. I think that's gonna go to Barbie. Costume design, I think it's gonna go to Barbie because Barbie looks 
I mean, oh, the, it the pops, look, as it, they I say. Mean, the look yeah. of Barbie is extremely, it's brilliant. And they, they, you know, they ran out of pink paint. So globally. I hear. So I hear. <laughs> um, so I think, I think it'll pick up loads of productions. Cinematography. Uh, it's, uh, so this, see, that's the one I thought this one is well, something I got, like I, Oppenheim in my So head. cinematography is, is El Conde, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. The winner is Oppenheimer. Why? They set off a nuclear bomb on screen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I came out of that thing with a suntan, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was like insane. But. Again, I yeah, think yeah. so. I I think that's well, can how. We, it's... Can we look at editing? I and mean, this is an inter... this is a, a a slight digression up from where you are. I think. Oh, is list. it? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's the next one after production design. Oh, I don't know. No. Oh, oh, I saw it. Yet. I saw it fly by on your list. Editing. And actually, before holder was Killers of Flower and Oppenheimer. Same old, same old list. I'm just wondering, like, how do you judge editing? This is like how far away from understanding what editing is as someone who has yeah. had to do a very small amount of editing in my time it is i i spent about eight hours putting together a 40 minute video and i obsessed over every <laughs> single piece of it i i was cutting i was deciding when to cut between the two cameras i was resyncing the audio I was doing voiceover work and this was literally something I did for my yeah. kid. So um I what, can yeah. I, I, I appreciate oh I appreciate that the film can live and die in the edit. Oh yeah. And um uh, and I have great respect for them. Uh but it's sort of like great editing is invisible, like great yeah. special effects can yes. be invisible. And so it's really yes. hard to know. Oh so that's some there's good a very editing. there's Ooh. a there's a know, very the famous scene in Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Which is the Queen biopic. Biopic, biopic. I know we do this every biographical time. Biographical picture. picture. Bio not biopic. No, that's that's something you done by sounds, a doctor. Biopic sounds like some sort of procedure. Anyway, exactly. I always get those two words confused. It's like, yeah. Anyway, um, but there's a scene in that film which is which is drawn out as an example of really bad editing oh really like it's like <laughs> it makes it if you're if you're an editor and you watch that scene with somebody you will be throwing things at the screen at that at, there's a one particular screen and it just keeps cutting between two people as they're having a conversation like that and it it's apparently it's just really poor now i've watched that scene and it kind of annoyed me on the grounds that i kind of went just go to a wide shot but i'm not skilled enough to know that but it's yeah. it's the same thing. Like I've I have very specific bugbears on um, films, as we've discussed in the past. It's people who screw on silencers <laughs> and then fire them. <laughs> that's not how sucks. That's not how suppressors sound. Yeah. See pre um, see previous podcasts. See previous for rants about this. Yeah. Um, or if someone's uh, throwing a logic bomb over the firewall to decrypt the uh, <laughs> the encryption, and they put in an IP address that's three two nine dot seven three six. Oh, that's the five 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 of IP. Oh, you're IPs. like no, no, that's not how IP addresses work. So yes, so I I I can see, but yeah, I take your point. Editing's a really weird one, but yeah. So I mean, there's there's loads more. I I think. Uh, Sound Oppenheimer. See, see previous nuke. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's loads. I, I, I think, 
I think Oppenheimer's going to be the big ones, and I think Barbie's going to pick up a lot of production ones because mm. um, you know mm-hmm. cinematography. That's how it works. I think that's how it works, unfortunately. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It's a really weird one. I I think there's there hasn't been a huge number of films in the um in 2023 because of the psych strike. So we now got a few more that have been bumped over to 2024, which we're going to talk about next week. Um, but yeah, it's just hmm. I will be interested to see the results. But yeah, it's yeah. If it's not a, like a a, a complete uh, um, just Oppenheimer fest, corporate bombing. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, then uh, yeah. Mm. I could do this all day. Mm. 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 Right. I think that's it. That's it. We out. I mean, yep. we don't. I, they we... haven't even put the. We're so far. If they haven't put. On they haven't the even music. played the music. They haven't even played the walk off music. Yeah. Wow. We've done right. Well, that's it. This was a really quick one. We wanted to cover the festive season as we as we did it, and we wanted to cover the Oscars because I think it's important. Don't forget, um, you get the bonus for your Oscars. It's five million for the. So we talked about best film, best editing, blah blah blah. You only get the Oscar, full full Oscar, for best director, best actor, best actress, best supporting actor best supporting actress so they're the only five that we get in the week of the oscars in the week so it has to be in your cast when the oscars drop so um you can just buy them all up and take a punt if you want to uh maybe if you're having just for fun if if you're having to be honest with you if you've already managed to completely tank your award season film and you just want to pick up as many oscar (laughs) oscar noms as possible on your dashboard Go for it. But um, yeah, just just yeah, be aware. There might be some interesting ones out there. We'll cover the Oscars briefly once they've dropped. Um, we'll look back on what we said here and see how, bad how ridiculously it is as, as we realize that, you know, film we've never heard of has sweeped everything. And, and yeah, but yeah, right. That's it. Yeah. Ready? Yes. Uh, okay. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Oscar for biggest nuke. It's got to be Oppenheimer, right?